Good evening and thank you for joining our deep Torah study of Hanukkah. It's amazing how the weekly, the weekly parsha, the weekly Torah portion, and the Chag, the upcoming holidays, sometimes are so closely related. And uh, you see it's Bahashkocha, it's with Hashem's divine plan to bring them together in an amazing way. And um, as I shared this morning at Data Plano, the, um, the, there's a theme in a story, in a shocking story in this week's Parsha that relates to Hanukkah that has a tremendously important message for us in our lives. Both for ourselves, for those we interact with, certainly for our children. We find in this week's Torah portion the story of Yosef. Joseph. Joseph is 17 years old. He's sold by his brothers into captivity and sold to one of the ministers of Pharaoh in Egypt. You can imagine the age of 17, sent away from his family, sold by his own siblings, the sense of how forlorn he must have felt and devastated. And he's not sold to just any place. He's sold to Egypt, which we're told Egypt was the most depraved, immoral place on planet Earth. And he's got to survive there. And while he's there, the wife of the minister that he's working for tries to seduce him. And she tries again and again. And, you know, he's a 17-year-old boy in this depraved land, uh, hormones probably ranging like anybody else at that age. And he knows he has a spiritual connection. He knows this is wrong. But not only does she play on his emotions and his desires, she plays on him spiritually. She tells him, the Talmud says, she tells him, spiritually, I see in the, in the, from my knowledge of astrology, we are supposed to have a child together. We're supposed to create a family together. This is not just some whim, but this is some deep plan that she's trying to, to lure him into. The Torah tells us that as she speaks to him, he says, the Torah says, Vayimoyim. Vayimoyim means he refused. And then he goes ahead to explain that nobody's greater than me in this house. I've been given all the responsibilities. How could I violate the trust of my, my boss? How could I violate the trust that God has in me? So on a simple level, the verse is he refuses, and then he explains why he refuses. But Rav Soloveitchik, a great thinker from the 20th century, Rav Yosef Dov Soloveitchik explains that the word Vayimayin in the Torah, every word in the Torah has a trup, has a cantillation on it. And the cantillation on the word Vayimayin is a cantillation known as a shalshelet, a chain. And what Yosef is saying when he refuses is he's saying, I have a chain. I'm part of a, there's a legacy that I'm part of. There's a legacy I'm connected to Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I'm connected to these great, these great spiritual pillars of existence. I can't possibly go away from that. So his first reaction is, no, I'm not going to do this. That's the first reaction. No. No explanations are necessary. I won't because of who I am. I'm this great descendant of these amazing, awesome people. Then he goes ahead and explains. We have within ourselves the ability to withstand challenges, temptations, that we're hit with, thrown at, that are thrown at us minute by minute, day by day, by the eight Sahara, by the negative side within ourselves. We have the ability by just connecting and realizing who we're connected to. The Talmud says that 
What saved Yosef from falling into this act? It's astounding. The Torah says, Vayihayom, Malato. And there was the day he came to do his work. And there's nobody else in the house beside him and her. What work was he coming to do? The Talmud says, on what one opinion says, he was coming to, to finally give in to his base urges, to finally do this act. And what saves him as he's about to fall into it? He sees an image of his father. And perhaps that image of his father is that chain, that link that I have. How could I possibly violate and sever that link that I have to, to the past? You know, we in our own lives, we have to grapple with this. Decisions of what relationships to be in, what connection of Judaism to have. And unfortunately, so many people are grappling with this. Should I, whether it's whether should I marry within the faith, whether should I stay connected? I was speaking to a man recently who said, I really have no point in Jewish education, but I'll keep my kids in Jewish school. You literally see the future in front of them. Jewish education versus no Jewish education. We have the ability to withstand those challenges by realizing who we're connected to. And that brings us to Hanukkah. We mentioned that the Greeks breached the walls of the tower, of the temple. We said they breached the walls, the, the soreg, that, that netting they breached. On a certain level, what they were trying to breach, explains to Orgadalio, what they were trying to breach is they were trying to make a statement. They said, in your mind, you have nothing to do with violating the will of Torah. You have this deep connection to Torah, and violating Torah is not even a consideration for you as a Jew. The Greeks are saying that's not the case. That's not true. You can. You might make a decision to live by Torah, but you could violate it. You're somebody just like the rest of us. No difference between us and you. We make moral decisions, you make moral decisions, and that's it. And the Torah says no. When the Torah says, you shall not do this, whether it's don't eat something that's non-kosher, whether it's don't violate Shabbat, whatever it might be, what the Torah is saying is, not just don't do it, something much deeper. The Torah is saying, you have no connection to something that's non-kosher. You have no connection to violating what the Torah says not to do. You have no connection. You are completely removed from that realm. There's not a possibility. Of course, you can make the choice to, to, to connect to that which, you, which, is, which is really beyond you, which is not, not you at all. But really, at your core, you have no connection to this whatsoever. Abraham is tested. Avram is tested 10 times. One of the great tests is he was going to be thrown into, a, into this fiery pit rather than given to, his, to, to, to idolatry. Nimrod says, either bow down to these idols, renounce monotheism, or I'll throw you into that pit. An ultimate challenge, willing to, willing to give up his life. Abraham says, no problem, I'm going to go into the fiery pit. And he makes a statement when he comes out. He says, Ani choma. I am a fortress. I'm this impenetrable wall. What he's saying is, who I am is... You can't, I, I can't violate Torah. I cannot. I'm a fortress of strength, of connection to Torah that cannot be violated whatsoever. That's what he's saying. We say in Shmon Esrei and Amida in the silent prayer, explain to this Fasemis from his grandfather, Dusharim, we say the first blessing is we thank Hashem who's Magain Avraham, God who protects Avraham, Abraham. Says the, the Dusharim, what that means is, there's an Avram, there's an Abraham inside of us, and that is something pure that cannot be sullied by sin, that cannot be dirty, that cannot be ruined, that cannot be destroyed. There's something pure within ourselves. 
That is the, the, the Avram within us. Just like Avram was a fortress, we have the capacity as well to be that fortress, to be that, that stronghold that cannot be penetrated, that cannot be breached. The Greeks tried. They tried to take us down on ideology. We, we, we filled those breaches. We shored up the, the, the fortress. The Talmud tells us, what are we celebrating on Hanukkah? Because after the war, the, mir- the miraculous war, the miraculous victory, they came back to the temple and all they found was one flask that had the seal of the high priest, the seal of the Kohen Gadol on it that was not impure. Says this Fasemus, what that means is on a deeper level is that each of us is a coin. Just like Avram we find is referred to as being a coin, a priest, so too each of us is as well. And just like the time of the tem- the time of Hanukkah, they had one flask of oil. Oil represents that pure that pure oil, that part of us ourselves that cannot be sullied, that cannot be impurified, that cannot be destroyed, that cannot be tainted. Each of us has that within ourselves. We have that flask of oil. We have that purity. We have that seal of the coin. We have that which within us, and it's just a matter of connecting to who we really are. If I can get present to who I am, I'm not just some American who happens to be Jewish. I'm not somebody who maybe I believe, maybe I don't believe, maybe I do, maybe I don't. No, no, no. There's something much deeper going on over here. I am this person that has this connection to Hashem, connection to God. More than not just a relationship, but a connection, a connection that cannot be severed. And a connection that cannot be tainted. That's who I am. So I'm going to do this thing that's wrong. I'm going to make a decision to sever that, that connection. How in the world can I do that? How would I ever do that? When we recognize who we are, that itself can motivate our decisions. That ourselves can change everything. Like I may have mentioned here, a student of mine once told me, he said, Rabbi, now that you taught me Torah, I might not do everything right. I might not make all the right decisions. But one thing's for sure. I'm not going to have the same pleasure making the wrong decisions like I used to do. Now that I know what's truly right. And what he's really saying is now I know who I really am. That's the message we have to give ourselves. That's the message we have to give our children. We have to recognize who we are. Like Rabbi Abraham Torsky of Less Memory used to say that his father would discipline him not by threatening him, not by yelling at him, but by saying a couple of words in Yiddish. It's a It's unbefitting. It's unbefitting for you to act in this way. That's the message we have to tell ourselves and our children. It's unbefitting for you to act in an un-Jewish way, in a disconnected way. It's unbefitting for you to not associate with Jewish values and study Torah. That's the message of Hanukkah we have to get for ourselves. We are a fortress. We cannot be, that cannot be broken. And we're going, to, we're going to retain that connection. And we're going to come back to who we really are. And that's how we're going to make decisions. <laughs>